0: so guys there's a reason i'm telling you this stuff so whenever i went into this therapy i had no clue about any of this like this is learned from experience from brian and from his staff well ironically enough we've crossed paths and again i fully believe in god's divine timing i see my victory so clear i see my victory so clear it's a day. so right at like shortly after you started here mm-hmm. i was on my walk saw the sign gave them a call and of course y'all know me i'm always mr innovative so i saw the sign and someone just told me like bring up social media so i was like are you guys looking to grow your social media and they're like oh my god yes we are are you an influencer i'm like well i don't really know what that is but maybe <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um they peeped my stuff and it was like follow 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 and they're like oh my god come in come in so i went in and, uh, they were just like, you know, come float, check it out, see what you like. And, uh, then I think it was either that day or the next day, uh, the owner, who is a badass because his name is Adam. <laughs> but real talk. So Adam, uh, the owner of that, he owns the spa in Pittsburgh, in, in Wexford, and in, uh, South Hills. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy comes out and he's like, hey, Uh, I love what you're doing and I've peeped all your stuff. And I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. And he's like, you clearly know what you're doing and I'm actually looking at uh, helping my manager, who's Brian, grow to become like he's great. He's got great potential, but I'm really looking for him to grow the team because y'all have how many employees? Uh, At the Wexford location? Like all of those, all the places. Uh, Oh, I... 14, 14 employees. Sorry, yeah. So you're leading in some capacity, all those people. So he recognizes as a business owner that your business is as good as your management, which is real talk. And you guys in pharmacy, know, that's 1000% true. So he's like, this guy has absolutely incredible potential. I believe in him. I see what you're doing. And your focus isn't on growing like followers, but it's really at the core of where that comes from, of building your mm-hmm. personal brand and getting to know Brian and his story. I don't do business with people I don't believe in because that's actually not helpful to him or myself or the people that either of us are serving. So I I learned your story and I was like, this is absolutely fantastic because your personal brand and your business brand were totally intertwined, mm-hmm. and I want you to share what your personal brand is. So we talked about True Rest and the benefits of that, and obviously with that, it's a business you want to grow, get more clients, and and share the benefits and create a community, which is what we're what we've been working on, and it's right. thriving, like it's going freaking really good, <laughs> like the numbers blow my mind. But um, I'm talking about your personal brand because in the beginning of this podcast interview. You shared your story of what addiction was for you, that place you came to. And now, because you're in that good space, you're going to not just like move on, but you're going to actually repurpose this into something that is of service to others who are stuck where you used to be. Yeah. So can you kind of share what your personal brand, what what that means to you? Yeah. Like, what mean, is that? I mean, obviously, I want to help people who are battling prescription
1: addiction or any kind of addiction. Um, and let me back up and say addiction isn't just to the substance. Yes. Uh, my addiction started with, I mean, fitness addiction. Um, oh. and there's different levels to different things, but, yeah. uh, just to help people who feel kind of hopeless through addiction or feel like they're, there's no way they're ever going to get clean from whatever it is that's going on upstairs. Yeah. Um, so it's that, but it's also not to go another, another layer deep with this, but, um, so for me, like medical marijuana has been a game changer for me. Um, and I think there's, and I'm not saying it's the right, Avenue for everyone who's recovering from addiction, but I think there's this stigma that like, oh, if you're a recovering addict, like you can't have anything. Um, But for me, like that's allowed me to kind of slow down and not only deal with the reasons as to why I was self-medicating at at that rate, but um, just to kind of be more here
0: in the now. Yeah. Um, So So I think what you're doing is not not going to people and saying like, you have to do this because that's what helped me. But you're using your testimony from overcoming your test to really flip your cap to be a hope dealer. Yeah. Because back in the day, like you had that thought of you've got a problem, but you just kind of pushed it aside. Yeah. Reaching people that know they have a problem that are ready to change, but they don't believe in themselves. They feel like they're too deep in the pit. Mm -hmm. They feel like they've done irreparable damage. They feel like they're beyond saving or they're broken or unfixable or unlovable or whatever label you wanna throw on. But you're kind to them because you overcame that. You know what that feels Mm -hmm. like. And you're not directing them, you're not a therapist or anything, right. but you're more of an advocate to say, there is hope, right. I overcame this, let me connect you with people that might be right for you, because really, your, your, your purpose, in my view, is to be a hope dealer and see that right. possibility, to say, like, if you tried one thing, and it didn't work, that doesn't mean it's game over, it means that that didn't work for you, right. and there's other opportunities available. Yeah, everyone's recovery journey is different. Yes, and exactly.
1: I think people, not just with recovery, but in a lot of different ways, get thrown into a box that this is what this looks like—the stereotypes of things. But everyone's yes. journey is different; every recovery journey is different.
0: And that's such an important message that I really—I'm I'm so glad you said that. It's like I directed you to. It. <laughs> it's it's it. so important, guys, because so many people, regardless of let, let's just let's just flip this into uh, fitness. So let's say you want to lose weight. You've tried something before. You, you know how many people say, "I've tried everything to lose weight." Well. So this is from, you know, you can try so many different modalities, but there's always a different way. There's always another way. And having that hope of having a different strategy is all that someone needs to just have that seed planted that maybe, maybe there is another opportunity yeah. like, Oh, I never thought of medical marijuana or, Oh, I never even, I don't even know what float therapy is. Not that that will cure addiction, but you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's lots of opportunities to the unseen eye. And that's really what I feel your role is, is to be that voice for the voiceless, be yeah. that hope for the hopeless. Yeah, I was just gonna say, hope, there's no such thing as hopeless. Yes, exactly. You think there is, but there's not. Exactly. Yeah. And I want you to say that again because that is something that is keeping a lot of people stuck. Right. Whether it's addiction, whether it's in a toxic relationship, whether it's feeling stuck in a career that you just hate and you feel like your soul's dying every, a little bit every day and you feel like this is hopeless. You hear how many times do you hear people say that? Yeah. But I think that's an important message. So please say that again. There is no such thing as hopeless. Um, the only thing that is hopeless is if you
1: don't take steps. Yes. Um, and it's not always easy to take those steps by yourself either. So when we first met, yes, I was past addiction and I was on the other side of that, but I was actually going through probably the worst depression I'd ever been through. Yeah. Um, so
0: sometimes it takes other people to give you that hope. Yeah, man. Tell, tell us about that journey because people are like, wait. How'd this happen? <laughs> so, so I uh, meet with Adam, uh, talk about the plan, uh, script your brand, get you in the course. Our first meeting was at Panera, Yeah, the, the place to start all businesses, right? <laughs> so, yeah, we meet up, but yeah, just walk us through that journey. Like, where were you when we first met? What did that journey look like for you? And, and what were like the takeaways or, or anything that you want to share? Yeah, so, when did we meet? First of all, what month? Do you remember? Uh, it was it was in the fall October? of... No October, yeah October. October is when we met, and that was November, December, and then end of January, January. is when okay. we ended. Yeah. Okay, so I think I had been working at Truist since July, June, July,
1: something like that. And the beginning of that journey was great. Um, I mean, I was super excited to have the new gig. I was feeling great. Um, but then I don't know at what point I started to hit kind of this like, oh, I'm going through the motions. Like this is, yeah, this is great, but like it's just another day. It's just another day. It's just another day. Uh, so when we met, I was kind of in that, yeah, I, I love my job. I love my bosses, but like, I don't know what my purpose is. Like, is it just to manage this spa and that's it? Yeah. Um, so kind of sitting down with you, you kind of helped lay out the the direction as to like, yo, you can do something more than just manage this spa. Yeah. Um, and for me, like I've I've always been really re- rewarded by uh, investing in my employees and giving back to others. So you opening up my eyes to like, yeah, you can do this on a deeper level than just your employees was.
0: Yeah. 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 I saw that man for sure. And and I remember a few sessions we had where it started with this, like, you know, here we are, but then like there was this light in your eye and you were like, put out your pad and I, I kept going, but I paused because you're writing so much like, this is great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I could see the excitement and I'd always end with one question. How do you feel? Yeah. What'd you say? I feel great. Yeah. Yeah. I was always excited.
1: I'm like so it's probably frustrating for you because like we'd meet and I would not like, at all. I'd sit there and I'd like digest everything and I'd give you like two or three sentences and then like I'd text you four or five days later.
0: Um Not at all, dude. Not even four or five days, four or five hours later. Yeah. And just be like, Yeah, this is what I wanna do. Yeah. But no, that, that, so the first thing I did is, oh, and this is a whole other podcast for real. So shout out to one of my other clients, uh, Allison Brennan, founder of Emma and Co., who, uh, is really immersed me in the Enneagram, which we had a conversation. I love the Enneagram. Yeah. So now this dude's like real deep. We're already like three books in now. Something like that. Yeah. You're reading the Millenniagram now. That's the yeah. Bo- yeah. So big, big advocate. So, uh, shout out to you, Allison. Thank you. <laughs> Um, but that's that's just the greatness of, of a community because all the clients, myself, we all grow together and there's just so many different uh, cross points in, in everyone's path. So you have a spa manager with a skincare professional and you're like, what's, yeah, but look at what happened. So now like you're just really taking this mm-hmm. to such a deep level for your personal brand and helping with advocate for uh, addiction recovery. Right. But that was one of the first things I said is what is when we first met? Because guys, I say this all the time. You have to have awareness of yourself and so you know what your tendencies and triggers are, and then you have to know about the person you're looking to work with or help. So that was like one of the first things, like, what do what you like? Like, do you know the Enneagram? What's your love language? Like all of those types of things. Right. And that led you down that rabbit hole. Yep. But that's what you said is it takes me a while. Like I, whenever I'm faced with a thought, I need to process it, think and get back. Mm-hmm. So guys, this is why it's important. So if you met with someone, maybe a colleague, maybe if you're a pharmacist meeting with a uh, pharmacy student and you didn't ask this question, and you propose them a challenge, but they didn't respond, and you didn't have this awareness, you'd probably get frustrated, and there'd be dissonance. And the student, by the way, would definitely feel that dissonance, and they probably would be apprehensive of telling you how they were if you didn't ask first. So you see how that gap and wedge would be driven from the beginning. But if you flip that script, and you come at it with awareness of yourself, and ask these types of questions, you bypass any, like, because guess what? Everyone's not the same person. Shh, don't tell anybody. But real talk, you have to understand what someone's preferences are, what they enjoy. Because when I asked that, like, do you like, like, when you're faced with a problem, do you like to talk about it right away or do you like to think about it? And you said, oh, I definitely have to process. And I said, like, I'm so glad I asked you that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not that way. Yeah. I'm going to talk about it now. But that's something I needed to know. Right. And that really helps having that communication, whether it's a business relationship, a friendship, intimate relationship, whatever it might be. All right. So that was super important. So I, st- I stole the mic. Take it back. No, you're fine. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: for me. So it all made sense. So if you're familiar with Enneagrams, great. If not, read the book. There's
0: there's sure? a link in the description below.
1: Yes. Yes, yes for sure. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Take a deep dive.
1: Uh, but for me, like as soon as I I took the Enneagram test and read about myself, it was like, oh, like, somebody does get you. Like, you're not alone. Uh, And I've never felt more understood than when I I read my Enneagram. I had the same feeling, dude. Uh, And at the same time, like, finding out that I was a two, it didn't surprise me that addiction was something that I could possibly struggle with, being that twos are very good at caring about other people's emotions and not themselves. Yeah. Or wanting to be along for the ride but not the center of attention or whatever um so for me like if i was helping other people and hurting myself at the time it didn't matter as long as i was helping them yes um as that relates to adderall like i knew it was bad i knew like i shouldn't keep ingesting more but uh, if there was a purpose behind this if there was something i could be doing that was helping somebody else even if it was not even helping anybody i just thought it was
0: yeah um yeah it's it's a rabbit hole For sure, so you've been warned, but I highly recommend (laughs) diving into the Enneagram if you're not familiar or maybe you did like a random test in the past. Highly recommend uh, the book that was recommended to me that started my journey is The Road Back to You. We'll have a link in the uh, show notes so that you can get that. Uh, it's available on Amazon, uh, I believe Audible as well, but highly recommend that you take this and dive into it because it'll give you so much clarity on yourself and more importantly, understanding others. And the reason for this is to have empathy and understanding for why people are the way they are because it's how they view the world and what triggers them what helps makes them feel safe when they're stressed how they act and everything else um but yeah there, there's lots of layers to this interview because <laughs> there's yeah. lots of you dude yeah. that i love that yeah the nice thing for me for the enneagram was like finding
1: out about myself was great but then digging deeper and finding out okay this is what i look like when i'm growing and this is what i look like with in periods of stress yes it allowed me to step back and be like okay this isn't what you should be doing right now in this moment, like step back, reassess, which I hope to take over more into my marriage. I'm working on it. Um, But just being able to self-identify problem areas and where you start to go in ways that you're not happy about, um, it's been super powerful. That's awesome,
0: dude. Without a doubt, the number one source of stress and anxiety when it comes to building your personal brand has to do with content. And i'm talking about all the things when to post how to post what platforms are going to be best for your content your hard work to take off what is your audience looking for where are they hanging out what sort of strategy do you need in order to take your passion and turn that into purpose helping other people achieve their goals if you're feeling overwhelmed stressed out and like There's so much to do and know that it's not even worth the anxiety. Stop, because this was me years ago and I have helped so many people across the world build their personal brand using the clarity and confidence from what I have developed and sharing with you now. This is your 2021 personal brand content calendar. I've spent the last several months creating this for you and guess what? It's totally free. It's a resource to help you get your wheels in alignment so that you can take all of your passion and skills and get centered on your focus to building your brand. If you want a copy, go to thefitpharmacist.com slash content calendar to get yours today. This is the resource you've been looking for to allow you to dispense your full potential. End the confusion on content and get started to script your brand. So you're diving into that. You're like, what's an Enneagram? And then three books later, you're literally on a podcast talking about it. (laughs) But then looking at your next journey. So you're you're diving in and you're starting to go through the course. You're starting to develop this and something happens. You start to see that you actually do have skills. And the reason that you love helping other people is it's one of your natural gifts. Mm And then we start to see, maybe, just like you said, maybe there's more to just managing a spa, which right. is what you used to do. So tell us that moment and like what happened after then. Oh, uh, I'm still you loving. don't have to give me the day. Uh, I'm still <laughs> loving it.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know. I just like when I started to realize that people crave authenticity and rawness. Like that your struggle impacts people in ways that like you don't aren't aware of, even if it's not the same struggle that you went through or that they're going through. When I saw the way that people reacted to that rawness and vulnerability, it's just like, it's kind of weird. Like I have to be careful and not let it become this selfish thing where it's like, oh, like I'm the center of attention. No, that's not it. Yes, Um, I have to be kind of aware that like I'm doing this for them. Yes, Um, I don't know. It's just been really rewarding and it's encouraged me in ways that like I don't even necessarily think about on the day to day basis.
0: It's just flipped the way that I I look at myself. I love that dude. And that's such an important point you made because uh, when you work with me, results are typical. You do get success, but one of the traps with social media, with building a community, growing your business is you can start to read your headlines too much and start to think like, oh, I'm this massive influence person. So I think what you said is so important because you did have growth. Like now you're what? 10.1 over 10,000 followers Instagram? Yeah, fluctuate. Yeah. Something like Just that. So, around, 10, around 10. Around 10. Yeah. Um, and you're going that, you're going the business uh, Instagram following and the Facebook page and everything else. Right. And I think we said is so important. And I think the one word that is so essential for someone that's looking to build their personal brand is humility. You have to have humility and realize that it's not about you. Yes, your story is a vehicle to lend help and guide them, your audience, to their end goal, their outcome that you're looking to serve them in, but that's it. You're not the hero. He's the hero, me being the guide in this in this role. Right. So I'm mm-hmm. not the hero saying, oh, look what I did. I'm gonna, I'm you're gonna do this, like follow me. No, it's I went through my journey I'm going to make you the hero in yours. I'm serving as your guide. And guys, if you break down every personal brand to like the nuts and bolts, that's what the successful ones do. It's, I went through something. So you have integrity. So you're practicing what you preach, not step one, which most people miss. And you'd be surprised how many. So you have to have actually done what you said you do. And then you see someone that's looking to take a similar path and you say, you know, we have this conversation right. and we look, what's important to you? Why is it important? And all those other intricacies that we went through. And now here you are. Here I am. Um, so dude, so proud of you. Thanks. Like, oh, it, it, it it's, oh, uh, it, it's just, I remember back when we first met and seeing you like, oh dude, it's just, it, it's incredible. Like th- this is my purpose. Yeah. For real is to be a light among the darkness so that it's not me, the light. It's showing you that you've had the light in you the whole time. Mm-hmm. Because this is why I do it. Once that happens, you are now a light for other people in the darkness. Yeah. So I think at least the thing that I took away from that is, yes, we can all be the
1: light for other people. But the lightness is out there. and It's not us. It's just a matter of illuminating
0: it. You're exactly. Because people are in this dark space. So yeah. like let's, let's just real quick, let's do an a, a, a experiment. Okay. So just literally imagine that you're in a dark room. So, turn off the lights or just close your eyes. Don't do this if you're driving, all right? Common sense, but it's not so common, y'all know. Okay, so literally imagine yourself in a dark room and all you see is darkness. You don't know what's up, you don't know what's down, you don't know anything. But when a light appears, you now know where to go. You gravitate towards that and you see that light and you get curious. Now, that is all you need to see, oh, there is light in the darkness because light swallows out the darkness, but darkness can't swallow out the light. And that's really what my mission in, in helping everyone is, is because all of us are either in or have gone through or are about to go through a very dark season in our life. And when we lose focus on that light, we tend to get swallowed up by the darkness. So whatever that is for you, whether that's addiction or struggling with a relationship or a career or, or whatever that adversity might be, uh, I want you to know that one, you're not alone. One, you're not broken. It's, there, there is hope. There isn't, like Brian said, there's no such thing as hopelessness. And so I want to kind of take this full circle. Brian shared with where he started all of the the just challenges that you had from that impacting your job, your relationship, everything. And then you came to this place, you're going through this process. And now can you just kind of share um, what like your feeling your emotional state, what your outlooks are for, for true rest, managing that your personal brand and like what the future looks like for you. Yeah. I think I said this to you like a week or so ago, but it's the first time that I can at least remember where I
1: genuinely feel like I haven't been depressed. Yeah. Like it's wow. like genuine, genuine. Well, it's kind of hard to explain. Um, but just excited to kind of see where I can go from here. Who else I can reach? Um, I don't know. It's. Again, I'm a processor first for yeah, five yeah. seconds, so to be thrown in that position, i it's just kind of taking it in stride. I try not to get too far ahead of what's in the next hour just because yeah. I think if you're living in the future, you're living in anxiety. That's exactly it. Uh, and Do remember, living, remember what I told you? Yep, and if you're living in the past, you're living in depression, so I just try to live now. Yeah.
0: Wow, oh, you do remember yeah. <laughs> yeah, guys. So uh, early on, I had this conversation with Brian. that's something real profound, that's so real talk. So if you are experiencing depression, you're living in the past, if you're experiencing anxiety, you're living in the future. But if you're at peace, you're living in the present because it really is a gift. I said that without a script because I live it. It's true. I've gone through depression. I've suffered anxiety attacks multiple times a day, but this is literally like the gift of the present. And that's why like seeing you go through that dude, it just like my heart's gonna explode. Like I'm, ugh, it it makes it all worth it, guys. Like you see all the content I do, you see all, all the posting and the podcasts and stuff. And you're at like, it's not about the followers. It's about one life. And dude, I'm so freaking proud of you, man. COVID. COVID hug, Yeah, COVID <laughs> hug. This is six feet, by the way. So I don't want to be getting no DMs. All right. <laughs> if you're watching the YouTube version. Um, yeah, man, but that, that I'm, I'm proud of you. And I just want you to know that like, I didn't do any of this. Yeah, you did all this. I, I gave you the guidance. I gave you the steps. I gave you the support. I gave you the nudges. Uh, I checked in with you all that stuff. But you're the one that put it into practice. Mm-hmm. You're the one that got up for our 7 a.m. morning meetings or, you know, after you worked the shift, you, you came and, and you gave your all. Um, and yeah, I just have seen such a tremendous shift in your level of ownership, in your level of leadership, and your staff has seen it too. Yeah. And I do not told you this, but I've asked your staff. So this is the first time he's hearing this, by the way. I've asked your staff if you've noticed a change. Yeah. And they absolutely have. They love you, dude. They literally look up to you like, like a father figure. They're the best. They they are. They're, they're the heavy, the heavy lifters of the team. Yeah. Yeah, they really are. Um, yeah. And, and Adam just loves you. Adam, not, not, well, I mean, I do. I'm Adam. But Adam, the boss, the owner, yeah, <laughs> he loves you too. But it's just really rewarding for me uh, to see you go through such a transformation, man, and just owning your life and living it on your terms and getting free of that trap. Mm-hmm. Because addictions is a trap. Yeah. And uh yeah, you're definitely a testament to help give hope to those who feel like hopelessness is a word. Yeah. And you're just like, oh get that lessness. It's, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, man. Hope dealer junior. Yeah, hey! <laughs> I like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's get it going. But yeah, man. So by the way, uh we're in Pittsburgh. Uh, True Rest Float Spa is in Pittsburgh, but it's also all over. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening to this, uh, it is a national chain. So y'all can get to that. And I'm sure there's other float therapies. So where can people learn more about True Rest Float Therapy and all that sort of thing? I mean, True Rest.com,
1: TrueRestPittsburgh.com is the Pittsburgh's... Yeah, go to that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, So yeah, True Rest Pittsburgh, uh, Facebook, obviously. Um, One of the spas that I actually just had the privilege of visiting recently was some of the ones up in Columbus. Uh, there's one in Powell, one in Easton,
0: uh, but yeah, check out your your Google search, your yeah. <laughs> Google.com, whatever you want to call it. Y'all um, have all those links for uh, TrueRestPittsburgh.com in the show notes below. Um, also, their social media profiles, mm-hmm. because I think you guys would be really fascinated um, to see like pre our work together what was going down and then now what's going down because it's super entertaining oh yeah like it's really cool there's stuff that we haven't even started yet which is i love that we haven't even started yet yo yeah that's i love that pod squad look yeah so that was one of (laughs) yeah that was one of the ideas that came out of the the pod i was like dude you know how i've been talking about building community i got the buzzword The pod squad it's taken off a life yeah it really has this exploded like anyway it'll be fun yeah but you've run with it man and you're i know you're gonna own that and just grow the crap out of it but the other thing i want you guys to see is brian is so real raw and honest about his transformation journey obviously like everything that he shared here on the podcast on the video about addiction and overcoming that and repurposing that to really help people through that path themselves and find that hope and that starting place um, but where are you most active on social? Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, Instagram's my most active one. And what's your handle so people
1: can follow you? Pod Squad Recovery. This <laughs> <laughs> is fitting, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. Pod Squad Recovery on the gram. You guys need to follow him. Uh, he does deep dives and he connects with everybody. So if you've got questions about his journey, um, if you've got questions about, yo, can can you get me in the, to float for free or whatever y'all want to do? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, check him out. All his social media links will be down in the show notes below. Uh, definitely a genuine dude that is the real deal going through that. Um, but yeah, just an honor to work with you, man. Uh, it's literally people like you and why I do what I do. So. I know that you were excited about this. This is his first podcast ever in his life, by the way. It is. So congratulations. You popped your pod. Pod, pod (laughs) cherry. Pod squad. There we go. It just keeps going, dude. Yeah. Um, But yeah, man. So this is why I do what I do. And and for as big of a deal as this was for you, like this was a huge deal for me because I'm just so freaking proud of you, man. Well, thank you. Yeah. So just thank you for your trust because I don't take that lightly and I tell every single one of my clients that. Uh, you're you're taking a gamble on me because you never worked with me before, right? I mean, you can probably see the stuff I do and whatnot, but uh, I don't take that lightly. So I r- really appreciate it. Well, thank you. It's been it's been wonderful. Awesome, man. And um, yeah, so thank you guys for tuning in. And again, please make sure that you check out Brian. Uh, pod squad recovery on Instagram. That's where you'll get more of his journey. Check out truerestpittsburgh.com for more information on float therapy and to book your next float. But for now, guys, uh, Dr. Adam Martin signing off of the fit pharmacist healthcare podcast with the Pod Squad master, b Rye, <laughs> <laughs> Guys, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. We dispense a new episode every single week on your favorite podcast platform. But for me, guys, it's out. I'm actually on my way to go float. Real talk, that's where I'm headed now. So guys, thank you for tuning in. i uh, Dr. Adam Martin of the Fit Pharmacist podcast. Go forth, be great, and dispense your full potential. I see my victory so clear. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day we We break through. It's a day.